0: So quick assessment for the cervical region, the neck. Um, First of all, you want to understand before assessing anybody whether the neck or any musculoskeletal assessment, you want to know the ABCD of assessment, the goals of assessment. The A is appropriate, the first thing you're trying to find out is if the patient is appropriate. So that's like uh, one of the major goals, you want to know if the patient is appropriate for physiotherapy. Assessment and appropriate for physiotherapy treatment. So just have that at the back of your head. B is baseline. You want to have some baseline um, um, symptoms. You want, to, you want to so that after um, a couple of treatments together, you you want to use those subjective and objective markers that you've set aside as your baseline symptoms. You want to compare and see how much um, improvement you've been able to. Um, achieve so that's the, the second goal of assessing the, the third is contraindication you want to um, be sure that patient doesn't have anything that contraindicates physiotherapy um, assessment and treatment red flags and all of that so you you want to um, have that at the back of your head also the last is the D you want to have a detailed description of what exactly the patient is going through Alright, so appropriate baseline contraindication and detailed description. So I call that the ABCD of um, assessment goals. Alright, so um, quick assessment. Let's do subjective and objective. If I'm assessing a patient, what exactly am I going to have at the back of my head during subjective assessment, and at uh, the back of my head during objective assessment for the neck? Um, first of all, I'll start by asking my Ws what happened, when did it happen, or where did it happen, just to understand the incident, the mechanism of injury. That makes sense because it could suggest a lot of things. Um, for example, uh, the Canadian um, C-spine rule. Uh, there are some things that you would like the mechanism of injury. If a patient falls from like five stairs, um, or if there is a an impact of um, motorcycle, sorry, a vehicle impact of over hundred km per hour, uh, km per hour, and things like that. So these are things you you would only um, discover doing um, when you ask the right questions. So you want to know what happened, where it happened. Um, so for if if neck based on what what exactly it is that the patient is presenting with. So if it is an acute neck pain after an accident that questions that could come on that what happened what happened um did your airbag deploy in the car how big of an impact was it did the other car how fast was it going the police come to the scene was there an ambulance did you lose consciousness um were you taken to the hospital did you have immediate symptoms if there was immediate symptoms did you have immediate um, multidirectional spasm and things like that. I'll explain what spasm is to the patient just to have a baseline of the mechanism of injury. Then of course I want to ask my um defeat that's you know me and my mnemonics. Lossi, loci L O C I apostrophe s Lucy's defeat m d e f E A T. So those are the next set of questions I want to ask. L location where exactly is the pain um oh onset of course the what and where the w's would um have already answered some of the questions but oh onset when did they start did all the symptoms start immediately you don't want to assume that all the symptoms started at the same time for example if there was no neurological symptoms at onset and then two weeks later start feeling numbness um at the right hand three weeks start feeling on both hands so you know that that is progressing so you want to know when the symptoms started um individually all right so you want to see disease characteristics you want the patient to describe um the the pain the pattern of the pain the duration of the pain is it always there um is it dull is it sharp and things like that um is it achy is it stabbing uh so that's C. High is intensity. That's when you want to use either subjective or objective markers of intensity. Um subjective marker could be um objective marker could be using a scale, using um VOS, using NPRS and all those other pain rating skills. A subjective marker could just be um uh how much sleep the patient is able to have and things like that, just to tell how intense the pain could get. So, uh, that's I. The S is state. The state is, what, what's the current state of the symptoms? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Is it getting, is it just the same? No different. That's losses. Then defeat. The D is the honor pattern. The honor pattern is sleep pattern. Does, it, does the pain affect the patient's sleep? Does it um wake the patient up at night and stuff um how much sleep is the patient able to, able to have um is the pain better during the day and worse at night and things like that so the hannah pattern or you can use the d as a day pattern so just to understand how um the symptoms vary based on the time of the day and all of that um e is episode. So, if it's a kind of condition that, that comes and goes, intermittent, and recurrent um, pain, so you want to know when the patient at the last episode, and what the patient was doing back then, and all of that, just to understand what could be the possible triggers. Um, defeat, um, D-E-F, F is the flags. Um, so, I usually, re- um, so, F is the next but i usually save it for the last so just keep it aside flag let's just keep it aside um the next would be e isn't factor what is the pain the next is a what aggravates the pain and T is treatment what kind of treatment um uh, uh as a patient been having like since they've been self-managing themselves Do you want to use that to measure Check if patients um, check patients coping strategies. active coping strategies, passive coping strategies. That their self-efficacy, what to and the things they've been doing, how LD it is, and all of that, and knowledgeable it is. That the patient, how knowledgeable the patient is, based on what's going on with them, and all of that. For example, patients in acute pain. Um, a chronic pain using ice and all of those things you just want to know what exactly it is that patient has been using and how they've been coping and all of that alright so going back to flag flag is one of the most important so the first thing I want to screen out is red flag the general red flags are just to rule out neoplasm um, rule out infection and any other thing usually for acute neck issues I, I just ask but I'm not looking uh I ask based on uh not because the patient not because I'm thinking that's the the reason for the pain but because of the um, um, intervention so I do not do the wrong intervention if the patient has an underlying um, infection or neoplasm cancer malignancy and all of that all right so you just to want to know um, um, neoplasm especially when the patient is over the age of 14 45 um previous history of cancer they have night pain or constant or remitting pain or they have um yeah or their pain isn't relieved by rest and things like that infection if they have um unexplained uh, a lot of sweating they have um sign of active inflammation at the neck they have unremitting, remitting have, um unexplained weight loss if weight loss also for for cancer. So there's no weight loss in, in, in infection but for cancer. Unexplained weight loss. Uh, recent weight loss. Like losing 10 kg in 2 weeks or 3 weeks. Without it, um, um, without any issue of eating disorder. or Yeah, so ge- that's the um, general red flag. You just want to rule those out. The next will be specific red flags. You want to ensure there's no fracture there at the spine. There are m- numerous signs of fracture at the the cervical spine. One would be a a multidirectional spasm. I think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, Another would be um, pain on palpation of the the central um, C-line, the cervical line, or pain on bony palpation of the cervical joint. And um, also, you want to consider the mechanism of injury, definitely. Uh, yeah, so... Is there any other thing? I'm trying to... I think the type of pain also matters. If the pain is sharp, sharp, constant pain, then you might be thinking towards fracture. Just basically ask the patients and about those things that could suggest fracture. are specific red flags. So, And then, of course, it's a joint... Uh... Alright, we'll get into that. Alright, so that's that's the general red flag. And then the next that's the general red flag and the specific red flag. Then I want to um check other flags, yellow, blue, black flag. To some the best way to, to get that done is to just use the ice and act up. Act top is ACTUP activities, the patient A is activities, C is coping, T is thinking, U is um Forgotten you. Um sorry, I have you victim okay. Upset. U is upset and um P is people. Alright, so activity is basically what activities patients have stopped as a result of the pain they have and all of that. Um coping out the main coping. So far, you want to know if it's active or passive coping strategies and all of that. Thinking. T is for think. What do they think about what's going on? You want to know if they are catastrophizing, if they have um, unhealthy beliefs. And um, yeah, their that, that expectations also are realistic, it is. So what do they think about what's going on? Upset is how do they feel about it? Are they anxious? Are they sad? Are they angry? P is people. What do their families and friends think about it? Do they think I'm malingering? Do they think nothing's wrong with them? Well, how do people react when um, they tell them that they're in pain and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you want to ask all of that. Ask about their work, idea, ICE is I I C E. So apart from actor, you can also include the ICE, I-C-E. I is um, idea what they think about what's going on. C is what that ma- major concern is. And E is the expectation from physio, expectation from recovery and all of that. So, that summarizes the subjective. For objective, I'm just going to observe if there is anything the patient is putting on posture, For especially for um, for cervical, you, you you might see acute torticulus. you might see forward head, um, you might see rounded shoulder, you might see um, um, hyperkyphosis in the thoracic region and all of that. You might um, also observe pain behaviors like patients constantly or frequently rubbing the painful area, or slow, cautious movements of the neck, or, um, what other thing? Yeah, yeah, of course, the face, the facial expression of the patient, um, facial grimace and all of that. So, also, you want to, one of your observations is even pain reporting. Is the patient excessively reporting pain? And, um your gait pattern especially because you might have a cervical myelopathy somewhere and gait deviation is a major um, um, um part of that in diagnosing a cervical myelopathy. So just observing posture gait and whatever it is that the patient is on, did they come inside, do they ambulate in the, themselves where they assisted and all of that. Alright, so the next thing I want to do is active range of motion, make the patient move their neck and then passive range of motion but for active range of motion it's suggested that it's best to start with um, you, you don't want to do the aggravating movements first and aggravating is generally when you compress the um, uh, intervertebral space so you want to do extension last so you start with side rotation then side bending then flexion then extension and I do that I'm looking for pain limitation and um, uh, even patient willingness to move alright the next would be um, resisted um, active, uh, uh, resisted testing of the major muscles, just neck flexors, extensors, side flexors, and rotators, just to know even if any of them would be painful. And um, so the rest from here is just based on whatever it is that, that I'm noticing and whatever direction I want to go. But generally, you might want to do compression tests, um, distraction tests, spoiling. Um, quadrant test, do shoulder abduction, or you know, dizziness test. So all of this is based on what the patient has um, is complaining about, and from the subjective assessment. So it's not anything you put in your head. The objective is not something you put in your head on how you go. The only thing that you, you that would always be there is range of motion and um, uh, an observation. But, of course, for any spinal-related um, pain or injury, you need to always screen for neurological in- involvement. So, you might want to also screen for neurological involvement also. So, yeah, that, that summarizes everything. So, once you do all of this, you know the nature of what you're dealing with. Is it mechanical? Is it postural? Is it neuropathic? Is it... um uh is it nociceptive? Is it um, what origin? Is it traumatic? Is it degenerative? Is it all of those, just understanding the nature of what exactly you're dealing with. All right, so it's best to listen to this again one more time, and it's better done if you have a jotter to write it out. All right.